path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What are you doing, man? Oh, just living my life. Good. What are you doing? Nothing. How's life? It's great. Good. No, nothing going on? Nothing really. I think I might be a bad son. Why? Well, my mom's dog got sick, mm-hmm. and so she called me, and uh, I knew that he wasn't doing good. Like, I'd, I'd gone over there, and... I think because she lives with the dog, she's not noticing the, you know, she sees the dog every day, but I was going over there, you know, every week or two, and I noticed, like, he was losing weight, and I was like, I just don't think he's doing very well. So she calls me and says, you know, he's sick, the vet's closed, and the only place to take him is one of these emergency places, Uh, but it's going to cost me $200 just to get in the door, plus however many hundreds of dollars it's going to cost if they actually do any type of lever. It's like taking your car to the mechanic, right? You got the... uh, uh, just walking through the sure. door fee, right? Yeah. And then you've got whatever it actually costs to do any work. And in my mind, I know that the dog is... I know he's dying. I'm not going to tell her that, obviously. Right. But I'm like, I know he's not going to make it. Because she's describing to me what, what's happening. And I'm like, oh, he's... Well, what's happening? He might not make it through the night. He completely stopped eating. I mean, he had lost all of his weight. And uh, basically, he was doing the thing that dogs do, which is like, I'm, I'm going to go curl up over here, lay in a place I don't normally lay, mm. and I'm going to go die. So <clears throat> I felt like maybe she was... You know, asking me or hoping that I would offer to pay to take the dog to the dog hospital. I'm not sure that that's mm. what she expected, honestly. I don't know. Okay. But, but you uh, didn't do that. I was like, yeah, I thought about it, but I was like, man, I just, I know what, how this ends. It, it's going to, it could easily be like 1500 bucks that I really don't have. And, I, you know, I just let a dog die. Exactly. Exactly. 1500 bucks for that? Well, go in there and say, hey, I'm worried about my dog. And then they say, okay, you got to pay this much to get in. Now we're going to do blood work. We're going to do urine. Mm, okay. Just to make sure. And then we're going to, we'll try these things. And then we're going to charge you another however many hundreds to put the dog down. All, which, by the way, we'll get to that because that's kind of what happened. But she's like, I think, you know, it probably makes sense to just, hopefully he makes it through the night and I'll take him to the vet, to his vet in the morning. I'm like, yeah, you know, they know him there. They know his medical sure. history, whatever. I'm just trying to like, that's probably, that probably is the right thing. Of course. Then I feel kind of, right. I feel kind of bad that I'm not like going over there. Cause you know, she lives alone. She's very sad. She doesn't have a lot of friends and stuff, but well, I'm thinking like, do I go over there? It's kind of late. So then I just couldn't sleep. Uh, you know me, guilty person. So I'm laying there. Okay. I'm like, man, I should have done something. I'm just not able to fall asleep at all. Finally fall asleep. And as this is going on, my dog gets sick in the middle of the night, which makes oh, no. no sense. Now it's just common. Not like dying, yeah, but just like sick, kept having to go out, so I can't sleep, so I finally fall asleep. I'd been asleep for like maybe an hour, and I guess my mom called. And I didn't notice that she called because I was asleep finally, and she was ready to take the dog to the vet. Well, I think she was hoping that I would take her, which if I'd slept at all, you know, I would have taken her. But So she had to find someone else to take her. I'm missing her calls. And then she, she, when I finally do talk to her, she's at the vet and she's getting ready to pay to have this lab work done. And I'm, she's telling me how much it's going to cost. How much she's, is lab work? She's, she's on a fixed income, but 
Well, I mean, there's no insurance, so you know it. It you have to pay all of it. It depends on where you go, and it depends on what kind of thing you're doing. I felt like wherever she was was kind of expensive because I always thought my event was expensive, but this seemed much more expensive. Okay. I'll put it this way: she went in there. The doctor knew that the dog was dying, uh, and the doctor even eventually said something like, "He's not going to make it." But that's after the doctor says, "Well, you know, why don't we try doing some blood work? Why don't we test his urine? Why don't we do these things?" Well, they have to try to save him, don't they? No. Honestly, they could just put the dog down. I'm being serious. The doctor knows like he's, he's not going to make it. Right. And usually what they would do is say, you know, I don't want to waste your money here or whatever. I'm sorry, but obviously you know, I think it's it, the, the way she's describing what he's doing. He was dying. And so he finally admits that, but that's after he's started up the lab work and all this. Then goes to say, okay, well, you know, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's dying. Oh, thanks for all that information. Right. Here's a big printout, by the way, of all the blood work in case you're a doctor and you know how to read any of this, and <laughs> says it's time to put the, do- the dog down. So they do all that. They ended up charging my mom. I mean, she-, she had to go in there, this poor woman with her dog dying, right, her only roommate. Mm-hmm. She's very upset, and they stick her with the bill for $1,200 to-, wow. to-, to put her dog down. I'm like, the- I- it just seems wrong to me you know and i think there yeah, are but probably, they have to get paid somehow I, no i understand but i, I honestly think like at my like you're saying he could have just said hey, yes they you need to, to put the, the dog work. down yes you need to put the dog down and i also know that at times i've experienced this and when i was a kid my parents experienced this different vets but a lot of times when you do get to that moment the worst moment as a pet owner you know with your pet is when you got to put the dog down they, they they do they feel bad and they're like hey you know we're gonna charge you to put the dog down whatever I'm not saying that they have to do that but to to suggest to her why don't we try all these things and even though we know there's nothing we can do like even if we discover that he has cancer or his kidneys have completely failed what are you gonna do about it nothing right. that's the thing and it's, the doctor could tell you like nothing there's there's nothing we can do obviously so to stick an old lady with a $1,200 bill because they, you know, put your dog down and just how much they charge and everything else. So I felt bad. And then I'm thinking like, you know, should I give her some money? I don't know. So now I've talked myself out of guilt into driving her to some small town to pick up a dog. What? She's and getting a new dog already? It I think died she this should. morning. I think she should get a new dog already. There should, but there's a morning process. I don't think there should be. But, there, there's know, a debate. Her husband dies. You just can't get married the next day. No, but when her husband died, she got the dog the next day. So I think Maybe there's she a debate. Get a cat. She she didn't you know, need a cat. She had a, she had a cat for a minute, regretted it almost immediately, and then the cat died mysteriously. So yeah, no cats. It, it, oh, you it, think she killed the cat? No, it did. I guess it died from some sort of. I don't know. I don't remember what it was called, but it was still kind of Loneliness? a kitten. Yeah, maybe. It was a cute cat, actually, because it was still a kitten, but uh, she regretted it because she forgets about the litter box. Her dog used his own doggy door. She never had to go let him out, mm. let him in. He took care of himself. All That's she had to I do need. was put food in his bowl every day. That's it. But I don't she, have a fence in my backyard. So right, yeah. See, she has a fence, and so yeah. you could get a, an electric fence and do the same thing. They just that go out there. seems hard, and like it in. would get by it, and then... I don't know. People in my neighborhood have them. I've known two houses that have the electric fences, and they've got pretty big dogs that will run out barking at you. And when they get to that fence, they stop. They actually stop, you know, a couple of feet before. Is it an actual electric scared. fence, or is a collar that teaches them? And when they get to the end of your yard, there's a wire that they run under the ground. And well, how much that, is this nonsense? And then, I don't think they're very expensive. And then it it triggers the collar. But the truth is, most of those people, the dogs aren't wearing the collar anymore because they don't need to. Right. They think they're going to get shocked. So, but that does upset me a little bit. I'm like that. I can see that your dog is not wearing that collar, and it is running at me full right. tilt. 
You better hope that it's still scared of that. My buddy has one in his dog, and he says, you know, the first couple of times it's shocked. Now it just beeps, and it stops. Yes, exactly. So it gets closer, it, it goes them. beep, and then it's like, oh, damn. Yes, because when they get to a certain point, and when they get close enough, it warns them, beep. And then when they go too far, it shocks them. So what they learn is that beeping means I'm about to get shocked. I better not go any further. And most of them won't even get to the beeping part. So it does shrink your yard a little bit, but what do you care? You just want the dog no. to go in and out. What I don't want her to do is she's toyed with these ideas of getting some sort of big German shepherd or, you know, I need a guard dog. And it's like, Mom, you don't. Right. It'll change your whole life. It's so much more work, it's so much more cleaning. You're going to have to let the dog in and out. It costs more. You have to board the dog when you go out of town, things like she that. You don't do that when she goes out of town. Your dog can just leave. I mean, I can watch her dog right now. Oh, right. If she got a German Shepherd, I could not dog sit three big dogs. There's just right. no way. And that's the other thing, too, is she always says, you know, listen, if, a, if I get a dog and it outlives me, I need to know that you'll take the dog. And so, and I, I totally agreed to that. And I said that with her last dog. And if she gets another a dog like she had, I'm totally for it. The dog suited her. It was a, a, a good size for her, and it was well-behaved. I'm not saying they're just because the breed will be the same, but I just I, my family is, like, fighting right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these text messages going back and forth. She doesn't need a dog at all. There's that. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. Then there's she doesn't need to get a, a, a dog right now. You know, she needs to think about it for a while, and she needs to go look at, at the pound and, and try and pick out her dog at the pound somewhere, which I understand. She doesn't need a puppy. She shouldn't be potty training a puppy. Okay. Mm. But it's like, what, what else? there's something to do. What else? Exactly. You know, I mean, she lives alone, and that dog was her, right. her friend. Her buddy. Her buddy. So, so you're going to get her a dog. I think I'm just going to take her to, to get her a dog. Don't you think that's the right thing to do? I already feel guilty about not going well, over there. I don't know. There, not, not if you're just going to not return her calls and let this new I dog die, to too. No, I mean, I talked to her. I just felt bad just about not going over ignore it. Her calls when her. she's... I didn't ignore. Her. I was up all night because I was worried about her. Right, and- I was. <laughs> I was, and then I'm. Yeah, you know, I did eventually talk to her in the morning when I woke up, mm-hmm. but I felt bad because her friend had to drive her to the vet and be with her and all that. And so I thought I could buy her a puppy. You know, that's what I could do. And I know people, you're not supposed to buy puppies. I've never bought a puppy for myself. I wouldn't buy a puppy for myself, but people do it. She's an old lady. Yeah, she wants a puppy. Lot. Whatever. The dogs have already been bred. Okay, someone's going to buy them. So sure. I know that that's not totally logical, but. The point is, that's what she wants. It's one person. And most of the time, yes, I, too, would advocate for adopting a dog from a shelter. And I don't want a puppy personally, even if they were free. I don't want to potty train a dog. I'd rather have a dog that's older, and they're like, this is what this dog is like. Yeah, I'm that's like, what okay, I mean. Okay, good. I already know what this dog is like. I'm like, yeah, he's 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and sometimes, even when they get older, just the, they, they slow down a bit, which is nice, too, because I'm like, I don't really need a puppy chewing stuff up and being that excited. I kind of like... My old dog, yeah, dog no strolling around like, yeah, we're older. So I'm going to get her the puppy. I thought you would support the puppy decision. Well, I do. I like the idea, and I like her getting a puppy. I just want to make sure that, you know, you're a responsible son and don't just let it die. I right? am a responsible son, and I told her I will take the dog if the dog outlives okay, her. I'm which just, I would, And I watch her. I will watch her dog when she goes out of town, which I've I'm done. just saying. I mean, you know, I mean. I do these past things. Past performance, you know. Past performance. Kinda, I've watched the dog you know, for every time she goes out of town. The only thing we can gauge the future on, for all, I mean, all I know is Why that you let the dog. You just tell me once, like, dude, you know, stop feeling so guilty. You don't have to pay because for your mom's dog. Because that's literally no fun. Literally no fun for me. But as a friend, as a friend, doesn't it feel good to, to offer up that you know, piece of wisdom it and will, say, hey, yes. you know what, Hey, buddy? it's not your fault. And see, now it's not it your fault. It just doesn't mean as much. It's not your fault. I don't know if you mean it, and you're just doing the same thing you always do. It's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. It's not your fault. So 
I, it's, I mean, it's, it's really not my fault. I, I can't. It's not your fault. I can't be expected to pay her dog's, you know, medical bills. That's no. You know, not not I part mean, of she the only deal. raised you and paid for everything for you up until I, God I, only I, knows. I, I buy her things. Okay, mm-hmm. I pay for her cell phone. She only and, took care of you. Yes, and I do life. things to help take care of mm-hmm. her. And I, you know, I took her. I, I gave took, up things she wanted so you could have a better life. I didn't ask to be born. Okay, <laughs> I didn't. The church, the church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. Well, you good? I'm good. You. Uh, yeah, I'm good. What are you doing over there? I was looking for a chihuahua. Oh, yeah? You're going you to follow through and get that dog? Or are you looking for a dog for my mom? You going to buy her mm-hmm. the, the puppy? I only want a chihuahua. You don't want a dog. I, want I a go I go back and forth. I want La Parca. I've always wanted a chihuahua, too. Yeah. Uh, ever since Real World El Season Santo. 3, I wanted a chihuahua I could carry around in a, in a backpack, you know? Yeah. Like on my messenger bike. <laughs> it just rides around with cool. me everywhere. It would be cool. I like chihuahuas. And they can live like a really long time. I had a friend who had a chihuahua that was like 20 years old. Maybe, might have even been 21 before they finally had to put that dog down. But, Lazo, I don't think you want a dog. I don't think I do either. I know that we've talked about it. I'm like, yeah, do it. But I think, I just, I don't know. I think you might regret it. A chihuahua would be fine. A chihuahua would be, but there's just little things that go along with it that I think you'd be I like, I think my big cat it. might kill it. There's that. Because a cat could fight it. A chihuahua would put up a pretty good fight, though. My cat's big, man. Yeah. But I mean, if you get a teacup chihuahua, then well, I'd be, yeah, I'd be very concerned. But I think a regular chihuahua should be able to put up a fight, but he will get some scratched eyeballs, which is not good. But there's just <laughs> little things that you don't think about. Like when you do go out of town, you're like, oh, who's, who's watching the dog? You know, then you pay to take it somewhere. Or even just if you're not going out of town, if you're gone for a long time for the day, you go to the amusement park or whatever, and you're like, right. I, I, do we need, we need to go home because there's a dog there and we need to go take it. Yeah, I think dog. that'd be my problem with baseball on the weekends in the summer. Yes. Cats take care of themselves, and I know some people take better care of their cats than we do, I but whatever. I just put a bowl exactly. of ice, another bowl of water, and a huge bowl of food. I come back, it's fine. Just open the bag of food, exactly, <laughs> and then put as much water out, and it's like, okay, cool. And you come back, and there's still food and water. It's not know? even mad. Right. You do that with the dog. My buddy went over to check the AC, and he's like, hey, uh, your cat's fine. I'm like, it is? He's like, yeah, I checked the AC, and... It was sleeping in your bed and came down, meowed at me, and then went back to bed. Yeah, that's. Right, I mean, right. really, they don't need much. Right. You can't do that with the dog. You do that with the dog, you come back, the food's gone, the cat's dead because it ate the cat. Mm. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. Cats, you can at least. I know some people will get angry. There, I know people. How much could be to board a chihuahua? It doesn't take up much space. Well, it's just it's all the things that get that go into it. Oh well, you haven't had your uh, your. You have to get these extra vaccinations for mm. the dogs uh, for right, the, the daycares. I'm you need to take it to the vet, get the new. My cat's never been Bordetella and all that stuff. I know. Well, Am cats I supposed to say mostly that? Mostly take care of themselves. I don't know. People get mad right. at me. I'm like, when's the last time you went to the? Oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's I mean, been. Yeah. He's been. I know, because they send me cards that say it's time to see him I mean, again. they know like, who I'm he is. But yeah. yeah, exactly. They know who he is. Uh, he's never been hurt or sick, so I don't know. I did take my cat maybe three years ago was the last time he went to get some shots. But now that he's inside all the time, I really feel even less need. Yeah, mine doesn't go out anymore. It's getting old. Mine is getting old, though, and I probably need to take him to get... He probably has diabetes or something. Well, I'm you sure have, mine does, you too. You have to give him shots and all that stuff, and I'm like, okay, well... I should probably do that. But, yeah, cats overall, just so much lower maintenance. And I think you're used to cats. And I think, honestly, probably with the, when you got this last cat, there was part of was like, why did I get another cat? No, I like it. You do? Okay. I do like having a cat. Okay. So, and, and you might love well, having a cat. mine's angry. It doesn't, like, it doesn't need a lot of... I know people say, oh, you know, the cats need a lot of love. Mine doesn't. Right. No. And yeah, mine, if you're laying down, it'll sit on your lap. But other than that... Mine can take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, it's up to you. And if I'm like, please leave. Okay. Then he just goes and lays and does right. his thing. But being able to leave for a week or weekend nice. is nice. Now, I will say my brother, 
my whole family, for the most part, are animal people. But I had one brother who was never really an animal person, not a dog person at all. But when he had kids, they really wanted a dog. So he ended up getting a dog. And I, you know, he was in his 30s when he got this dog. He'd never had a dog of his own, like living on his own. There had been some dogs at the house when he was a kid, but never one that he picked out or anything. He just wasn't really a dog person. Right. And when he would come over, he didn't really want the dogs around his kids. You know, can you right. put the dogs away? Even little dogs. My mom had a little uh, a poodle and like put the dogs away. Right. But then his kids wanted a dog, so he got one. Well, he ended up becoming the dog person. That's that what family. everybody says happens. I mean, he, I've, he seen the, I've seen the Hyundai the, commercial, so. Yeah, exactly. So right. and now he's got a couple dogs, and I mean, he talks about how great. What did he do with his dogs when he went on vacation? He boards them. As yeah. a matter of fact, I'm their emergency contact because he tells me, hey, if anything should happen, you are the emergency contact. I'm right. like, okay. What are your dogs doing? Why don't you to your house? Well, you know, yeah, I guess you could you, drop it you, off. You could ask to do that. I'll take it to your mom's house. Yeah, she might do that. Well, the thing is, too, though, does the dog get along with the other dogs? Now, if it doesn't get along to the dogs at the house that you're trying to leave it, then you can't do it. And if your dog lives by itself, a lot of times as it gets older, it might not get along so well with other dogs. You're not going to want to take it to the dog park. La Parka already sounds like a pain in the ass, but La Parka's a cool name. It's a cool name. What we need is What's up, La Parka? to live long enough to He's get a luchador. The AI. Yeah, and they'll, they'll come up Again, with a I want to get him a little luchador mask. Yeah, of course. You want to do all those things. Yeah. Get him a little. It would be cool to have a chihuahua with a luchador mask. Of course. And take him to the dog park. A little Yokiro Taco Bell <laughs> shirt and the whole thing. Play yeah. into all of that. They're cool. The only problem yeah. with them is. Uh, I had a friend who's uh, had a chihuahua and he stepped on it because they are small. So he stepped on this dog on accident, like just got up out of the couch and went to step and stepped on the dog was laying there. And ever since then, the dog just walks in circles. Hmm. I mean, he could put it down, but he's like, no, she's happy. She just walks in circles. I'm like, okay. And then she goes to go outside and you open the door and she's like, she winds up in circles. And then that's just how she lives her life now. Well, I'm like, okay, well, it is what it is. You know, people get, people get hurt too. People get injured. Things happen. I would feel bad if that happened to me, but uh, I'm sure he felt bad. But, you know, he's got a dog that walks in circles now. You could also, in that situation, put it down. I can't believe I'm making this uh, bridge here. But I watched a two-hour documentary the other day on the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings and their rivalry and what happened. And part of that story is... It's a great rivalry. If you get a chance to watch it, even if you're not a hockey fan, it's unbelievable, the story. Is it the biggest rivalry I in so, hockey? Yes. Uh, I believe in sports, maybe. Okay. Not anymore, but those three years mm-hmm. were unbelievable. Just fighting and uh, unbelievable rivalry. And anytime I see anything on it, I always just have to watch it. Um, part of that story is after the Red Wings have finally beaten the Avalanche and then won the Stanley Cup after that, right? Yeah. Uh, six days later, one of the guys, two of the guys were in a limo, and the limo got in a wreck, and the, one of the hockey players, they described it in a thing that his brain got ripped around inside his head, and like they didn't know if he was going to make it. They make it, but they show him now, and he's in a wheelchair. Like this uh, big, strong guy. I think he's passed now, so this... Uh, Video. The video was made before he passed because he, he he didn't pass that long ago. But um, man, I, you, just when you said the dog had a brain injury or something, it just brought me back to think about that. And but they were just they they you know he and it was can't talk, a car really accident. Think, yeah, uh, after playing hockey, all those and they were think- drinking at a golf course, right? And the two guys, it was Fatistov and Konstantinov. Doesn't matter. And then the team Masu, so three Russian guys. 
And because they were drinking at the golf course, the three of them said uh, they have video of Konstantinov throwing his keys to another player and like, I've been drinking, I don't want to drive. Really? And they get in a limo. That's documented? And, yes, and the limo driver was drinking and didn't have a license and wrecked his car. Oh. So they actually threw their keys because they're like, let's they're, they're not right. risk it. Right. Who cares? They've been drinking all day. They have him throwing his keys to Steve Eiserman. Wait, Eiserman was driving? No, Eiserman's like on the golf course oh, with okay, him. Okay. And he goes, hey, Vladdy, give me your keys. And he's like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And he throws it to him, says something to him in Russian, and then the driver of the limo okay. was drinking, I was like, didn't have a license. Eiserman's a limo driver? What no. happened here? And then wrecked the car, and that happened to this guy. Dude, I mean, it, it could happen on the way to work. Unbelievable. It could happen on the way home. But when you it's said about crazy. and there's this thing in it, man, where... They're talking about how deep the rivalry is. So this guy, like, they're like, you know, what do you like to do now? And he's like, play Uno. Right? Like, it's... Because it's... It's real... It's difficult. Right, to, different. And yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy's doing a documentary. He says, uh, what if I say to you the Colorado Avalanche? How does that make you feel? And he just goes, bad. Bad. Do not like. So he, <laughs> knows that. So he, he still got that. that. Right. But yeah. it's man. And his daughter's in it. It's terrifying. It's like... Remember that thing they showed that old woman who had dementia and couldn't talk? And I mean, she... She, had, she was really old, like I think close mm-hmm. to 100. She couldn't talk, couldn't remember things, and they would play whatever uh, song it was. And she, because she was a ballet dancer in New York when right. she was young, and when they played the song, she would start to dance, and she still had the moves memorized. Right. So it was in there, but it was finding a way to unlock it. And I just think, man, if that happens to someone in your family, mm. the, 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 the amount of change in your life, I yeah. can't begin to imagine. His also, daughter's like a, they interview her, like she's like a hero. Like they show saints. her as a kid, you know, and him playing with her and being this big, strong, professional athlete, you know? And like, you know, she's like, you know, our bond and all these things. And, you know, he was such a mean guy on the ice, but at home, he was such a, now they just show her and she's with him around playing Uno with him. And her kids are all out in the driveway and he's got a hockey stick he can kind of like kind of pass them the tennis ball you're like man god man has it ever happened anything like that ever happened to a family member of yours? no it happened to my cousin no. and, it, and and my cousin was uh i see it i'm like i don't want to drive right exactly i don't want to do anything it's like you're you know so risk adverse i put a he- helmet on while i'm in right. the car right. what is wrong on. why don't we make more space in the cabins when right. we wear a helmet yeah and it also makes you think you can make all the right decisions in life yeah and still you know yeah exactly doesn't matter the it. guy get, they have it on camera him throwing his keys to someone there are no which if he probably would have drove home drunk he would have been fine think about Maybe. that i know you know yeah. what i mean i know as soon as he said that i was like well right could, probably couldn't have been much worse right you know? probably and, not at all right yeah. and that other guy had to live with it or did he die the no, driver. the driver was fine, of course. Yeah, they always course. are. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, and by the way, when, he's probably in the not, back of a limo, so it's probably they're probably not buckled. Then they're right. sitting in this limo. It's probably, probably not still safe drinking. To begin with. Yeah, and they right, just and we're in a limo. Take us home. They're still drinking in the back, champagne celebrating. That's got to be dangerous. I always think about that. Like anything, any vehicle, limos, buses, wherever you're standing up in that back right. area, those tour buses. You hear about these bands who have tour bus accidents. And you're like, yeah, yeah well, they fall out. You were laying thing. in a bed or whatever. Right. You weren't buckled into anything. That's got to be dangerous. So, but I remember living there when it happened. Like, man, they released that guy's name. I was like, man. I mean, I, it, though, I can't believe the whole sports. city there wanted was, to kill that guy. They wanted to kill him. Like, I mean, that, I, I just remember they didn't go into that in the documentary, but I remember people like, man, I know where that, I know where that guy is. I'm going to kick his ass. Oh, it's a huge deal. Like right. when a, a, a local celebrity athlete gets hurt right. in an accident or whatever. It's, I it's mean, it was hard. as big in the city like if that, and I don't want to jinx it, but if it happened to a very popular player, 
on the Chiefs. Well, it happened to Derek Thomas, and it was right. all anybody talked about. And but I mean, it was somebody's direct dying, fault. But, yeah, you know. But the, it was it was a big story in the sense that it was at every lunchroom table, every all right. Anybody, and then but now passed, think that was, this was someone else's fault. Yeah, I get it. And that person is, you know, out on bond. Yeah. No, I. Oh. I get it. I do not envy that person at all. No. And I know what you mean about the just not wanting to leave the house thing. Because when you're around someone like that and you realize how fragile... People say life is fragile all the time. I hear it on these cop shows right. all the time. But you're usually thinking death. What they're really saying most of those times is you could die at any moment. And I get that, okay? Right. But what you don't think is, I could wake up today, get my car, a totally mundane day... And something happens on the way home where I'm now in a wheelchair the rest of my life. Yeah. And I got to hope there's somebody in my life, but I have, but do I, I feel so bad for whoever decides they're going to take care of me. Right. You know, I just, I think I would feel guilty about that. And then, I, you know, I freak out about it. I'm not going to any sort of wood because my oldest getting ready to drive. Of course. So of I'm course. Like, you know, I don't know how parents do it. I don't have kids. There are just certain things that I don't understand. I, you know, nothing is my ex, but she's not a good driver. Mm-hmm. Um, she's aggressive, very aggressive and fast and always in a rush to get wherever yeah. she is. So I'm always in the car driving with her. I'm like, you know, just drive like me. Yeah. And he's like, you know, mom and everybody says you drive like an old woman. I'm like, yeah, where are we going? Do man? that. <laughs> right. Like, where are we? Like, where I like, what are we doing? That's so important. Like where, what are, you're going to baseball practice. Give yourself 60 like, extra you're, seconds. You're, you're, and I was like, if you really, have, if your coach is pissed, cause you have to be at baseball practice at seven. Leave at six. Right. Just give yourself Literally time. leave at six and get out there a half hour early. What's the big deal? And speeding makes almost no difference anyway. Right. You're just going to get stuck, stuck at the same line. And he's like, man, we, you never take the highway. I'm like, no. Why? I'm in no rush, man. Your baseball game starts at seven. We left at 545. I just took Antioch to mission. Like, yeah. just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not. And, and I do that without even watching this documentary because I'm like, and I'm like, it's not me. It's Everybody people else. who decide, like, if they don't get to quick trip in the next seven minutes, the world's going to end. They like, across four it. lanes of traffic because they missed their exit. All that dumb stuff. Right. You know, the Lucy like, what are you doing? Like, oh, that's not your favorite? You, you didn't want to wait and go around? Right. You're just going to swerve across traffic? You see the dash well, I, He sees me get frustrated in the car a lot of times. Like, of if course. I am on the freeway and I'm downtown, I'm like, you know, and Siri tells me, like, you missed an exit. Of course. I'm like, ah! Because I don't know my way around any city yeah. ever because I've just lived in so many of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Is this... 35 or 75, 96, whatever, 77. I've lived here my I'm life. horrible I'm about it, I just and don't I don't know, know how to get anywhere in the city. I don't. I can't tell you street names. That's my problem. My brother knows, oh, that's the intersection of this street and this street. I know what it looks like. I know how to get there because I have lived here my whole life. Right. But I don't know the names. I don't even streets. know. Like They're like, you know, like I had to ask you. They're like, you know, baseball game in Oak Grove. I, Oak Grove to me could be I didn't know that in either. Kansas, Missouri. I wasn't And sure. in my head, I'm like, well, if I was going to Missouri, I don't know. Towards St. Louis, I guess, but I have no idea. And I didn't know. I've heard Oak Grove a million times in my life, but in that moment, I was like, "Is it up north? Is it in Kansas? Even is it right. in Missouri? Do you drive? Is it past Greenwood? Is it, that's Green Valley." But you know, I'll tell them like, "Ah," and I'll be like, "Hey, Mister," and I'm like, "All right, look, we don't have to get upset." Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of talking myself. You know, I said, "Because why? So we left a half hour early, baby. Who cares? Look, Sheriff Hill says." We're going to be there 20 minutes before any of your teammates. We're fine. Yep. So that's what I try to instill him is, you know, just leave early, man. Well, don't you think it's crazy? I don't leave early to come to work. He's like, you don't leave early to come to work. I'm like, hey, no, no one cares, cares if you're late. Five minutes. Exactly. Right. No one, no one right. notices. I was here at, you know, on time today, and you were like, I'm pulling up. It's right. perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did and if I'm 10 minutes late, you and Snowcone aren't going to be like, hey. Right. 
And my boss Tomorrow you no better idea. drive faster. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, my boss has no idea if I'm still work here, I don't think. So. Don't you think it's crazy parents who buy and I'm not saying that your crazy parents are bad parents. I just it freaks me out. But the parents who get their kids like muscle cars for when they're sixteen. Oh, you said that, but my kids, I bought my kid a fast car. Well, I know, but like I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's a, a, not a fast car, but I'm talking like these really fast. Like when I was sixteen, my you know I had some friends, a couple friends who got muscle cars. One of them got a very fast car at sixteen, and his dad was a car person. That's why he right. was into it. But I'm watching him drive this car around. I mean, you know, at fifteen, because his dad would have to ride with us with the permit. And he's being aggressive. He's not noticing red lights because he's just right. not in the habit of driving yet. There's so many things about driving that just become almost reflexive. You yes. know, I got to look at this. I got to, there's another light. I'm right. going to start to slow down. But you forget that at 15, 16, that's all brand new. Oh, it is. Like I drive and he's not. a good driver. Like he figures it out. But, you know, so, you know, there's just certain things that you take for granted that you do that new drivers don't. Like, you know, he was making a right onto a major street, you know, and just kind of. You know, didn't look that close to his exactly. left. I was like, yo, you got to stop, stuff. bro. Exactly, yes. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. You're not in the habit of it. Right. Yep. You know? You did it last time. It worked. And so right. you're thinking about, you focus on the wrong things a little too much. Right. And then you don't focus on the right things Right. I think enough. it was totally normal. He was coming through, and he looked at the, across yeah. to see the cars. There's no cars coming on the other side. And he started, I'm like, yo. He's like, I was going to stop. I was going to stop. And I was like, okay. And then we got home, and you know I didn't make anything about it. I'm like, well, maybe I yelled at him too much. You know what I mean? I don't want to be also that driver. I don't know. I want to be, but I don't want to freak him out. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like, okay, what do I got to do? But then we got home, and he was like, hey, I was like, man, I'm sorry. You know, I I thought you were going to get hit. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I was going to (laughs) go. Right. So thank you. I was like, all right. right. He's like, I just got so now I want to tell you. Right. And I'm like, hey, that's what happens, man. Like, of course you want to be like, I wasn't going to go. Like, that's a normal reaction. But now at least we're past that. Right. Me too. I'm like, if somebody's like, hey, there's a car behind you. I saw it. I'm like, hey, that's a normal reaction for everybody. At least, you know, I don't care. We're good. Yeah. We didn't get an accident. I raised my voice. Everything's fine. I didn't raise my voice because I was mad. I raised my voice because I was panicked. Right. And I thought you were going to go, but I said, but now you know in your head, like, I got to look that way. Yes. Right. So and we're it, learning you, this together. You need to be scared. I said, you because to you're be probably been watching me and your mom drive forever, and we don't always do the stuff that we're supposed to do. It, but you also don't know more, what they're doing. You're not really paying attention to everything that a driver's yeah, doing Yeah, we're also more kid. comfortable. You know yes. me, I don't turn on my signal. I just weave over, you know. As much as I say, I do the speed limit and stuff, but I'm like, there's nobody behind me. I'm like, oh, don't do exactly what I Turn your turn signal on. Like, yes. you know, don't do all that. But, but and when still, you get to be my age, turn. you'll have, like, you know, a bunch of quirks, and every, you know, people judge your driving, and everybody drives differently. But right now. Just do it the way it's supposed to be done. It's just I don't I know at some point your your kid's gonna say, Okay, well I'm leaving, get in the car alone and drive downtown. I mean, I don't know what your rules are gonna be for him, but I turned sixteen and I, I went down to Kemper Arena to see a concert. I hadn't even been sixteen for a week and I drove down there on a Friday night. I can't believe my parents weren't more freaked out by that. I really I, I don't get it. There's a couple things about being a parent, like I've said in the past, that just Freak me out to even think about. One is the thought of them getting bullied or not having enough friends. And one of the other big things is how right. the hell do you put them in a car at 16 by themselves? Yeah. Even if you think they're great when you're with them and you say, okay, see you later. Because now they could have well, friends. Then the question the is, you don't like, you know, doing. yeah. But now, if you say, okay, I'm not going to let you drive. Then what? Then they get in a car with somebody else. You dress somebody else's kids more than yours. No. By the way, I'm not sure. Right. I, I you know what I mean? No, like, no, I'm no, not but... sure. Like, I don't know. I would say no. I me mean, too. Like, at least I, I know that my more, but I'm also like, ah. Yeah. Right? Ugh. 
How long do you have until he's going to start leaving on his own? Well, he should be doing it now, but it's you like, know that whole story. I know, but it's like coming up pretty soon, right? That he's Couple actually months. A couple months. Now, if he said that, you know, I want to go to, like, are there places that you wouldn't allow him to go? I know the yeah, driver's license is restrictive or whatever. Yeah, I would think so, too. My parents did I, not. not. Not too far. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah. Like, if he was like, I'm going to go to Oak Grove, I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. That That's to me just makes too sense. far. We drove to the lake and stuff right when we turned 16, and it's so weird looking back that our parents are like, okay, have fun. And maybe that was a generational well, thing. Well, maybe I older. would. I don't, I don't know. know. But I don't know. I think I'd probably say, you know, like, if you're going to go downtown to the Midland, take an Uber. Right. It's just confusing in the streets. I hate it. You're not going to find a place. Just Uber. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do that. But maybe if it was Oak Grove, I'd be like, hey, it's a freeway, one way. Just, you know, you'll figure it out. Like, tell Siri. I might be more apt to do that than I would, you know. I think I would be leery about downtown. Yeah, that's fine. Just because it's hard to drive and, sure, you know. congested and all that. But for yeah. me, it would just and be... And it's not necessary. If he says, I and if you're town. going to the Midland or wherever, there's a chance one of your buddies has got beers with him. So, not that they... You know what I mean? So, just Uber. And at least when I was in school... And any sort of party, I would think. You know what I mean? Even though I trust him. Like, you know, if he's like, hey, you know, my buddies are having a party. I might be like... You know, take an Uber. Take an Uber. Are you cool with that? Like, you know. And I know he might... I'm like, how... I, I, I think I would. How many kids? Like late night Friday nights or something like that. Just take an Uber. How many kids at your school when you were in high school? I mean, you know, rough guess. Do you remember being in serious accidents or being killed? Because that was the only thing. Now, I've heard other people now say, I mean, obviously you've got school shootings, but I know that, unfortunately, suicide rates have gone up for a lot of areas. But when I was a kid, the kids that we lost were all accidents, automobile accidents. And the ones that were Two seriously that I know of. Yeah. We had a few. We had three of them. Uh, and that was just kids like you know about my age. Who knows? There could have been a freshman or something that I didn't know about, or you know that was in someone's sure. car or singer, or whatever. But just around my age, I think in my grade, we ended up having three kids in really serious accidents. It's scary. So you know, look, they're going to have to learn to do it. When I was sixteen, I was excited about it. That's the other thing too. I wouldn't want to scare my kid. I don't want my kid to be scared to drive or not want to do it because I know people like that too who are adults now and still scared yeah. to drive. I, I, I don't want them bad to do that. For them. Right. But, oh. boy, that first time they say we're going to the lake, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It's almost like, Maybe yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I almost feel better, you know, if you can just take side streets there. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I know it's bad, but what's the worst that can happen? Well, if you're going slower, the slower right. you're going, the less likely you are you know, to die. That's, right. And people will say, oh, but when, there's, when you're on the freeway, there's no intersections. Okay, sure, but you're doing 70. Yeah. And if you get in an accident there... You're getting hurt. That's why I don't do it. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Let's doom scroll. So... Hawaii, uh, I guess, I don't know, have you looked at the news at all? I know you, you try and get your news from me for the most part. but I do, been... but I saw the forest fires in Hawaii. Yeah, There's some serious wildfires. I mean, I, I heard some. I heard stuff about it yesterday afternoon. I never I really understand that, but... Uh, oh, I mean, I understand I the idea of forest either. fires, but I don't understand, like, I, I, I feel... Well, whatever, I'm just going to sound stupid. I feel like in Hawaii, in California, like, you're close to water. Can't you pipe in water? Like, what do you mean, like, piping in how? They do try From the dump ocean, water like, even, like, you know, if all these things are happening, it's killing people. I know Hawaii doesn't happen all the time, but I did think Hawaii's an island, for God's sakes. Can't they pipe in water from the ocean and have sprinkler systems in there? And, like, if it 
It catches on fire, they turn it on. I don't know. Like you're caught, like I could. It feels more to me like what happened in Arizona. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Arizona, I don't, like yeah. I don't know. You, you can only go to that one big lake, Havasu or something. Like you know, yeah. it's just weird to me. There's a giant ocean right there, filled with the stuff that puts out. Yeah, they've got. You the water. have it like an unlimited quantity of the stuff that puts out the problem. It's getting the water to where they need it. That's the tough part. And the other problem well, can is they run so, that now? Like we do really big this because we have highways so going across a, the country, like a sprinkler system that goes. Covers the earth, like just yeah. Covers. I mean, like I don't know how you do it. Look, I'm not saying I can do it, but you know, we got telephone lines. Yeah, you know, I don't know how it works as to that. But right, you know, just, I'm just asking. That's what yeah, I'm some saying. sort of system so that we're not, you know, people aren't dying all the time. Well, you should tell them that because as of now, I think their main thing is obviously they try and well, we run the water risk. to homes. Yeah, of course. They don't split off that pipe or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, as of now, the main thing is they try and prevent them, and then when they start, they try and put them out with. Uh, well, they do try and they go and, and they try and build a perimeter or whatever, but then they try and put them out by dumping PKP. water and, and chemicals on them PKP, from, from that's the just, sky. Look at that. There's a fireman in the Navy. Purple the, something powder. The problem is when it gets this smoky and this windy, the helicopters can't get in there, which has been a, an issue in Hawaii the last <laughs> couple of days. They, they, there's too much smoke they can't see. Like so they, Mayo they, said, we just need some sort of natural sprinkler. Right. Right. If only we had that, point. could we just turn on the rain? Because <laughs> that would help more than anything if they could do that. Obviously Am I crazy? People, you think you could put a water system there somehow? I don't know. You, who do you think you're talking to? I don't know. You, I'm with you. You got you got water running everywhere. Why not have a spigot that comes out? Yeah, I mean, run it, shoot run it all that thing. There's got to be water run running the, close to those woods somewhere. Run it through the woods. And I'm not saying some of the woods would wouldn't burn, but like a water perimeter around some of these things, right? I, I, Before it gets I, to I neighborhoods, it just we shoots out. Well, there's water. If it burned down a house, there's water going to that house. Yeah. So shoot a line out there. You know, fifty miles before it gets to the neighborhood, it seems like it's possible. Well, we never try. And well, you know, you know, we don't. All we do That's is, is watch porno and and watch the world watch burn. iPhones and watch the world burn. Right? You argue on the internet, and as and many, we could fix this, pretty easy. Uh, thirty-six people it looks like. I'm looking for updates here. Thirty-six people reported dead on Maui as these fires are are burning. It's bad. Some of the pictures that we're seeing are just incredible. We have seen what looks like the main part of La Jolla. Now destroyed by these incredible flames that have just ripped across this community. What did they say, La Jolla? Six mm-hmm. people have been killed. Isn't that here California? On the it is incredibly windy. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. I don't know anything about Hawaii. So, fire well, it's La Jolla, California. There is La Jolla, California. There's also La Jolla, Hawaii. I don't know. Helicopters yesterday. And it looks like it's going to be another issue today. As we were landing just a short time ago, we could see smoke and flames out of both sides of our windows, but it certainly does not look good. So, did he mean to say Lahana or is California Lahana? Lahaina. Okay. I mean, I, I, I he noticed that he misspoke about something else, but I, when he said Lahaina, I'm like, I don't know anything about the islands. I've never been to Hawaii. I'm sure it's beautiful. It seems awesome. My thing is, if I'm going to get in an airplane for that long, then I feel like I could go to Europe. You know? I mean, isn't it like, even when you get, if you fly out of California, and someone on Twitch can correct me, but isn't it like a five-hour flight from the coast? Like, the, the, the nearest land is... How close by airplane is it five, five hours or something? I really feel like if I'm going to be in an airplane for that long, I could just fly to Europe. And I, I understand well, if you want to go somewhere nicer. Uh, if you want to go somewhere tropical, that's fine. Yeah. But then you've got the Caribbean, and it's a lot closer. You can get to the Caribbean a lot faster. You don't need a passport. Well, you don't always need a passport in different parts of the Caribbean. You can go to St. Thomas. You can go to right? or the American Virgin Islands. Yeah, the American Virgin Islands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But still, that's if you're going I mean, to. How long is the flight to? St. Thomas or the American Virgin Islands. Is it that much more than Hawaii? I'm just asking because I, I have no idea. I know that the like I flew to Puerto Rico from Atlanta and I, I if it was a 
couple hours. Oh, hours, really? Like okay. that. Maybe three hours. I know, you know, the thought we of used to fly to the, the Bahamas when I lived in Florida, and that's like a 50-minute flight. It's awesome. Right. But, but living in the middle of the country where I've always lived, you, first, how long does it take to get to, to California? That's what I'm saying. Then. And then how long does it take to get to Hawaii? It's another... It's another. Right. I thought it was five hours once you get over the water, that you had to be over the water for five hours. I've heard someone say that. It's a long flight. But anyway, I would like to go there sometime. I've just never been, so I don't know anything about it. I just don't but, know. Like, I'm with you. Like, I don't know how much longer it is, but I do know that it's longer than, again, San Diego or right. South Florida. And I'm like, right. isn't it you pretty could, close? I know people say it's great, but I'm like, isn't it pretty close? I don't go, know. To the, go to the beach. Well, I mean, I mean, look, there's things about Hawaii that look amazing. And being just people talk about being able to see the stars at night and all those things. Yeah, I mean, it does great. look amazing, but it's, it's amazing. also a lot of like a hiking and stuff people yeah. want to do, which I don't want to do. It's so. not really my thing. Yeah, so if I just want to sit on a beach, that's what I'm saying. I feel it's like there are places one I can stop, go One stop, 10 hours and 20 minutes 10 to hours. Honolulu. Yeah. That's a long time. That's from here, 10 hours? Well, no, just, uh, I don't, I'm guessing, but. That's a pretty long no, time. I don't know how they guess that. I just, if I'm going to be over the ocean that long, for whatever reason, I, I feel like there's other places the that I'd be Coast, more interested in going. Mm, if I was in California, I'd get it, or Washington, or whatever. Maybe it's it's close enough to make it worth it. But I've, the I point is, I have to write a been. goddamn article about it. Just a, just because it's all clickbait. So you know, you know, this of course is global warming. That's apparently why these fires are happening. They've dumped 150 thousand gallons of water. You're Fourteen hours water. from Chicago. Fourteen hours with one stop. Wow. Yeah. But still, from Atlanta, of... nine hours. Dallas, eight hours nonstop. Okay, eight hours. That's still a long flight. That's a... It is, but you're telling you a little bit better. Uh, That's about what it took for me to fly to, from Seattle to Miami to visit my dad. Because of all the layovers? I mean, I don't know how long that took. It seemed like I was on the plane forever. Yeah. I've never but you actually can't get done any that. further apart. I've never done the California to New York, the LA to New York. I've never done that. I'm, I don't remember how many hours. Without the time change, how many hours is that flight? Is that like a five hour flight? Something? It might be longer. I don't actually know. I've never done it. Diane Feinstein. Oh, yeah, she fell down. Yeah. Is it Feinstein? Uh, is she Feinstein or Feinstein? Feinstein, I think I've heard. I get them confused. Well, anyway, Feinstein. she's had a bunch of health issues, and now she fell down. It's and, five hours and 34 minutes from Seattle, Miami. Okay. Well, a few more and hours. And that felt like a long time. Yeah. Right? Now you're so talking about going two more hours. longer. Yeah, that's, that's a good clip. Senator, do you feel fit enough to be here? A new health scare for the oldest member of Congress. 90-year-old Diane Feinstein hospitalized Feinstein. after suffering what her office called a minor fall in her San Francisco home. <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Chairman. It's the latest health challenge in what's been a difficult year for California's senior senator. This spring, Feinstein was absent from the chamber for three months as she recovered from shingles. Again, I am not one of these people who says that, you know, you absolutely lose your ability to be an effective anything when you get older. I think whatever job it is, there's people that can be great at it and be old enough they want to keep doing it. But when your health prevents you from working that much, and she had to know, they had to know before yeah. this that we, we well we did know we knew that there were that she had health issues. Ninety years old is old, and if. If this is where we're at, then I do start to listen to these people who are like, maybe we need to have some sort of a max age for Senate, for President, for Congress, whatever. But then you, you just worry that you're going to have to change that eventually if, if healthcare or if science catches up and people are 90 in the future and they look like they're 50, then you're going to have to change it. But maybe we change that when we get there. And there are people who are 90 who would seem totally fine. I totally right. get it. I don't know who they are exactly. There wouldn't be many of them, but it's possible. But she's old, man. She needs to retire. She needs 
to retire. She missed so many votes. She was gone for months. And she's at that point where she's just falling down. And I, I, I'm not laughing at her. I feel bad right. for her. Getting old sucks and having a family member get old sucks. You know it. I know it. We both had to experience it. it. It's really depressing. It really sucks. But well, my dad wasn't running she's the got country. A job. Exactly. She's got a job. And he she was can't... going down to the pool and eating chicken wings. Right. Like, and that was a struggle. Exactly. And he started having a putting, tough time doing that. He put cotton balls in his mouth because nobody would give him an Oreo. So he's like, I want Oreos. That's <laughs> we like, to me and the boys were like, hmm. That's the wrong thing there, Pops. <laughs> that's the wrong thing. Exactly. And I'm in my head. I'm like, someone give him an Oreo. Right. But he, that's bad for him. I'm like, well, cotton balls aren't great, I don't think. So just give him the Oreo. But he wasn't interrogating Elon Musk no. at a testimony at a con- congressional hearing or something. No. Uh, I don't know if you heard this news, Laszlo. I feel like if you had, you would have said something about okay. it already. We've had a death. What? Did you hear about the, the death? A musician has passed away. I could not believe how old he was. But uh, I just heard about it today. If it happened yesterday, I missed it. Robbie Robertson, the lead songwriter and guitarist for the influential rock group, The Band, is being remembered mm. today. I don't really in know them. Six decades of music, including the classic hit, The Weight. That's the song I know. It was like Bob Dylan's you know, backing band, is yeah. that it? You know Up on Cripple Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't the like them. Hit. Uh, I like that song. This one? Yeah, I don't I hate do it. Yeah. And they did a, an album of covers in the 90s where they did I know there's a documentary a bunch of crazy on it, and, and I usually good. like uh, Robbie Robertson, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't usually like him. I'm saying uh, I like music documentaries, even if it's music I don't like, but I just couldn't bring myself to watch the... I didn't even know the it band existed. documentary. Oh, it's on Netflix. I did. You, maybe I didn't they, know it existed. They're I always all about it. saying like, I, "We think you'd like," and I'm like, "I don't think I would." I must have forgotten because that does sound familiar. That there was a documentary about them, and I'm with you. I'll usually check out a music documentary. I won't always finish it, but I'll check yeah. it out and just see because it, it's it's got the chance of being a lot more interesting than I would expect. Music and sports both. You're like, even if you're not into sports or you're not into the athlete, I agree. With music, it's I say the same it all thing. the time. Like in music, I don't care what it is. I watch one on the band Chicago. It's interesting, right? And that's why I don't have ever any problem telling you to watch a sports documentary because right. really, what you're talking about is really great, accomplished people who are doing something that you know is in an amazing feat, right? And then to be able to write music and play music that everyone loves—that's an amazing. Like and they usually have people an can write story. music, people can be in bands, but to be the Eagles, I don't like the Eagles, but. 700 million people love them, right? Exactly. And that documentary is so, uh, maybe considered the best music documentary. I and I know. feel the same way about sports. Like, you know, we can all throw a football. We can all kind of play a guitar. We all like music, right? Same with, you know, we've all played baseball. And then you're like, look at this person. They do it at this level. And then to be that good at something, there's always drama involved. There's a story. Always drama involved. Exactly. So, like, you know, that is exciting. Same with thing. those memoirs. I think, like, the music. The musician memoir slash yep. probably wrote the greatest yeah. uh, memoir, and I'm not the a Guns N' Roses person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and there's a lot of them. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but Slash is a good example of someone that I don't care anything really about. Slash, but God, right. talk about an interesting story. It's and fascinating. to get that far, whether it be in sports or music, you usually there's something quirky about you. There's something that you know the rest of us don't have. And we find it interesting. And there's connections there that you don't know, those stories that you don't realize. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you didn't know the connection to Bob Dylan or whatever. And it it's is. also and kind of a dream. We've all dreamt about being uh, a rock course, star. We've all dreamt stage. about being a shortstop, right? Yes. So now you kind of get to live vicariously through them. Like, oh wow. I mean, behind the scenes for anything. You can could read be a book and kind of put yourself in the main character too, and it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, Robbie Robertson. Anyway, 
I haven't watched that documentary. Uh, dead, dead at 80. I forgot all about it. I'll check it out. But he, he did. That album in the 90s, High on the Hog, that, where they did cover songs. This is good. Maybe you and I could listen to it and take a break here. I'll play some of those I'm good. band songs. Okay. It's the Church of It's time to doom scroll with Slimfast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Talk to me. So uh, this guy that the FBI killed, did you see this story I did. At all? Was he 80? They said, the thing I saw said he was between 75 and 80 or something okay, like that. Okay, so but I didn't saw give the an picture exact of him, age. and I know he was covered. I was so like, man, it doesn't been... look like he was 80. But then I read stories about it. There was somebody who tweeted, the FBI just broke into my next door neighbor's house. Yeah. Whatever. And I saw her on shot the an 80-year-old man. So... Then I was like, wait, is this the same guy who was 80? Yeah, that you know what? I thought the same thing because the first picture I saw is this guy who's got the military gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I was shocked. So, um, the, yes. One story I saw said that he was between 70 and 80 or whatever. The one that I saw this morning said he was 74. Okay, so, but, but the I mean, she didn't know. Said, yeah, right, just like an 80-year-old. Yeah. But in those pictures where That's he's got what I say about my neighbors. Covered, I don't know. Right, exactly. In those pictures where he's got the gear on and the face covered, you can't tell. So I just figured he was, I probably would have guessed he was in his mid-50s. 40 to 55, something like that. That's what I would have guessed. But apparently he was in his 70s. And he'd made some threats against the president. And at one point, and not just the president, but the vice president. And who else did he threaten? He threatened somebody else, too. There was a third. Well, I don't know. I saw the... Biden, Kamala, and... The big ones were Biden. Oh, maybe it was was the New York York special counsel? Well, no, I know he threatened Biden and the FBI. Well, the FBI, maybe in general. No, he said, FBI, if you come to my house over these messages... I got a gun waiting for you. Well, yes, there was that. So that's a threat. That's a threat, yes. But when they came to his house, at one point they wanted to ask him questions. I don't think I can just be like, hey, if the cops stop by, just know I'm locked and loaded. Like, I think that's a threat. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that works. I feel like it is. It's free speech. I know you can't threaten the president, it seems. And it, you can't I, threaten it anybody. It makes sense that you couldn't threaten the vice president. You can't threaten anybody. Depends. If you're a private citizen, the people get threatened all the time, and the cops will tell them they have to basically do something. Now, you get to a point where it it just has to be a threat. But these weren't thinly veiled ideas towards a threat. Because I remember when that guy asked me if I wanted to meet God through the letter. Yeah. The cop was like, well, that's not really a threat. He's just asking you if you want to meet God. I'm like, well, how else would I meet him? He's like, I don't know, church. Right. If you directly say I'm going to kill you. I'm like, all right, this is not going to be any help. But if he would have said, you know, do you want to meet God? From the barrel of my gun, I think they would have said that's a threat. Yeah. And I don't... Now, doesn't mean they're going to send the FBI to his house, obviously, but when you start talking about... I think the cops would have went. The cops probably would go. Yeah. We started talking about the president, and we know people say things on social media, and you're like, I don't think you should say that. Most of the time, I think... People don't get in trouble because they say it once or someone says you shouldn't say it. I'm like, I probably shouldn't. I've been on radio long enough that a guy said it like, you know, something about the the president... And the, Bush or something on the air, and you know, yep. Secret Service swings in. You never know. You You're never like, know. I can't believe they, they would do this. It. It was a radio station in Jacksonville. A guy said something like some song, you know, bullet for something, and then he said it about the president or so. It wasn't my station, and they were like, yeah, no. Secret Service is like, you know, we want to talk to you. Yeah. Make sure this isn't a legitimate threat. Well, when you're taking pictures and you're fully geared up and you're just saying, I'm going to kill these people. That's more. That seems like they're definitely going to come. And then when they come to talk to you and you're like, come back with a warrant and slam the door in their face, that's not going to make them happy either. So the FBI shot this guy and killed him. The FBI says it happened at 6.15 in nearby Provo, Utah, where they were serving an arrest warrant on suspect Craig Robertson, who they say was approximately 70 to 75 years old. In court documents, the FBI says Robertson posted on social media, I hear 
Biden is coming to Utah and that he was cleaning the dust off his sniper rifle. This Robertson post, according to the FBI, shows a picture of his weapons. Hold along on. with I got to stop this for just a second because that's not all he said. He said, I hear Biden is coming to Utah. And then he says, digging out my old ghillie suit and cleaning the dust off my sniper rifle. And one of the pictures, he was wearing a ghillie suit like he's in line to buy the Call of Duty right. when it comes out at midnight. It was ridiculous. Threats ahead of the 2024 election cycle. During surveillance in March, the FBI says it observed Robertson wearing a hat bearing the word Trump. And when agents attempted to speak with him, Robertson replied, I said it was a dream, adding, don't return without a warrant. It was all a dream. I used to... Dream about killing Biden and uh, that doesn't rhyme. Never mind. Mm. Uh, I, I I don't know how you can be that surprised if you post right, this amount of threats with these pictures right, but then they and then try in, and fight they back. They came into his house. Mm-hmm. They had a warrant and they came into his house. Apparently, is so that what happened? Is it a no knock yeah. warrant? Do they just break the door down? No, this doesn't say. They said that he was holding a weapon. That they had a they they he had a warrant. I think he had a warrant. No, they, well, had, they a warrant. had a warrant. Right? And it says that uh, when they went there, this is according to sources, he was holding a weapon, and there was some sort of a standoff, and then agents started opening fire, and they killed him. I'm always so he, curious, like, man, is that the right thing? You know, oh, and I'm, I'm totally not saying like you. right thing. You know, or, or you know, I mean, the guy clearly. If he wasn't a threat, he at least made it seem like he was a threat. So I understand the logic behind it. But now that I've watched all those um, Waco documentaries and that guy was like, look, they're not going to do anything. We just need to wait them out. I'm always like, because does because he kept saying, we're just going to empower these people. Of course. Remember the negotiator? He's like, we're just going to. And I'm like, when I hear this stuff, I'm like, not that the, I don't know. I don't want to say the guy deserved it, but certainly, you know, put himself in a situation where you know that could happen. But does it empower all these? But if he, the thing is, when they people go, people who want to take arms, or does it empower them when they go to do more to talk to you and you've got a gun? When they send the SWAT team, FBI, anyone to I your house, and they're going to execute a search warrant and arrest warrant. Which in this case, I think it was both. They had a search warrant and an arrest warrant, and you're holding a weapon. I mean, we've watched those shows, Snowcone. It doesn't matter who you are. They say, "Drop the gun! Drop the gun! Drop the!" And then eventually. They start shooting. If you don't drop the weapon, no, I'm not they saying shoot. none of this should have happened. I'm just saying, with the political motivation behind it. it, are there going to be those militia members across the country to be like, sure. "See, you can't even say anything about the president and the government will come in and sure. shoot you"? And that's why, like, doesn't embolden them or uh, uh, you know become a is it a pigmousy where you, you say all these things and you make it happen and it becomes true, right? Uh, absolutely, that's it's my gonna, fear it's in this situation. At least some of that effect for sure. No, maybe you know it won't, There's but I mean it certainly did with Ruby Ridge and other stuff. Yeah, whether you know? it'll be big and noticeable, who knows? But right. yeah, there's probably guys talking right now on message boards about look at this, we're under attack. They're coming for us. This is proof that they're coming for us. We're under attack. I guarantee it. Somebody somewhere. There's so many of these people out there. You like to think that there's not, but we all know there's a lot of these people out there. Oh, yeah. Who are talking about an impressive government coming after them, posting stuff. Some of them are out practicing in Michigan somewhere yeah, right now in the woods, shooting at cans. I mean, we and, know they are. Yeah. You know? It, it, so we know they exist, and there's probably more of them than we even realize. And when something like this happens, I, I got to think they're looking for something that says, see, we told you this is coming, and this here's something, right? right? Look, we knew, we've been telling you this forever that they're coming. This is just the beginning. Time to... Recruit new members. I also think it, right. I think I they know. use it to recruit new members. Of course, of course. I think even those guys that are sound mind, it. like if you are going to try to do what that guy threatened to do, yeah, 
I think even the militia people would be like, yeah, don't post it on Facebook, man. Maybe. Some of them, for right, sure. Yeah. And then some of the other ones seem to do the same so thing. They might so know don't it's don't pretty really ridiculous. Know. but This seems crazy. When I saw this headline, I was like, okay, well, let's see. Like, Just how much is this increasing this risk? But acid reflux. Everybody here has taken acid reflux medication, right? Yeah. And there's these. Uh, there's a certain kind, like Prilosec, and those are, they're called like, pump inhibitors. Okay, so what you take is almost certainly one of these pump inhibitors, I think is what they call it. It's all the big main drugs that used to be prescriptions that are now over-the-counter, but you can still get prescription if you want because your insurance will pay for it. And they ran this study, this long-term study, and saw that there was this increased risk of dementia. And I'm like, okay, but mm. what are we talking here? You know, like you notice like a half a percentage, and you're wondering if there's any actual correlation there. 30%. Wow. A 30%. And this is for people, I think they said they took it for four years. So when, it looks at, when you look at acid reflux, there are different drugs. There are H2 blockers and there are proton pump inhibitors. The proton pump inhibitors are the stronger ones, and they're the ones that, in this case, are associated with this increased risk of dementia. What they found out in the study, looking at almost 6,000 people, followed them for five and a half years, and they found out that those that ended up taking proton pump inhibitors for 4.4 years, so almost four and a half years or longer, had a 33% higher right. risk of developing dementia. Well, 33%. They can't say it caused dementia, but sure. there is an association between uh, the two. 33% is substantial. I would say at this point, they're going to need to look into that. What was the one that they took off the market? The original acid reflux or antacid, whatever it was. And remember, they took it off the market because they, recently they said that it was causing cancer? You guys remember the big one? Mm, man, uh, I take one was yeah, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. Proton pump inhibitor is what I take. Yep, that's what the ones that cause it. And I mean, most oh, of the no. big drugs that you think of are the proton pump inhibitors. They're the, the ones that really work, that have been around for a while. Yeah, which one was it that they took off the market? I think it was like the first one like it. It might have been the first proton pump inhibitor. I don't know, but maybe it wasn't. Zantac. Was it Zantac? And why did they Withdrawn take it off the market? market? April 2020. It, was, it wasn't it a cancer thing? Uh, I don't want to say that if it's wrong. Cancer causing, it contained a cancer-causing chemical. Oh, okay. NDMA. Oh, not, in, yeah. In. Okay, okay. I was, was going to say. My fr what's funny is my friend gave me a big bag of them. When I say a big bag, one of those Ziploc freezer bags mm -hmm. filled with it. There must be, I'm not exaggerating, over a thousand tablets in this thing. Mm -hmm. and I was like, why are you giving me this? Well, because uh, my parents don't want it anymore because it, it causes cancer. I'm like, why would I? Why would you want it? Why would I? Want it? <laughs> He's like, well, it still works. <laughs> Now, the thing is, he will give me stuff sometimes, like, do you want this? I'm not going to use whatever. I'm like, sure, I'll take it. But yeah. I just thought it was funny. I have the, this and I still have them. I have the biggest bag of those things. Why do you still have I don't it? know. I thought, I, honestly, I thought it might be funny at some point just to show people the bag. Like, if you came over, like, look at this. <laughs> I have all of them. Bit. They took them off the, basically, yes, as a bit. I thought it would be funny to offer it to you. Someone that comes over and they're like, oh, man, you know, I got a little bit of heart from like, here, take a few of That's these. It's going to cancer, but it'll get rid of the Yeah, it's a good conversation starter. All right, this whole little Tay thing, Lazo, I've decided mm -hmm. the best bet here is to just talk to Julia. Yes, about we it. need to call her. So we're going to call Julia because if you didn't oh, hear good. the story, Lil Tay apparently is dead. Yeah. The headlines say but Lil Tay is dead. Maybe not. Other things say maybe she's not dead. Really? Yeah. Mysterious circumstances oh, yeah. surrounding been her death. Signs. I just saw she died. I didn't know there was, you know. Yeah. Oh, there's Oh, yeah. Signs. Lots of mystery here. The brother's dead and the new Instagram account that the brother said were not dead. What? And our There's parents are abusing us and taking our money. Weird. Now, people okay. who don't know who Lil Tay is, you may I have no idea, but I'm fascinated this, by this story. When I play this audio, you might remember. She was the one who would flash all of her bling and money and check out my private jet, and she was like nine years Lil old. Lil Tay just got a brand new Jaguar. This car cost me 130000 No grown-ass man hating on me, but that ain't changing nothing. I'm still going to be rich. I'm the young.
longest flex of the century, bitch, and I'm only nine years old. Wait a second. Right. Was Latoya a boy or a girl? A girl. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. Just, something that she said there just sounds like, oh, wait, is that just a little boy? And I thought it was a little girl. Because I remember the videos. I was telling Liza earlier, I'm pretty sure Jeremy's the one who showed her to me. Mm-hmm. And I could be dreaming this up, but I think Jeremy was the one who was like, oh, my God, I love this kid's videos. They're so funny. I was like, sad. really? It was just sad yeah, to me. But it reminded me of like a, a evolution or I guess maybe just a natural <laughs> digression of society yeah. from Cash Me Outside Girl. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it kind of like Cash Me Outside? She's fourteen. Cash yeah. Me Outside. How about that? It just she ends up becoming really Cash famous me and rich. Just felt natural and like, or, or that's how she was. Little Tay just felt like they, right. Little Tay to me felt to like, this. hey, why don't you do the same thing? But you'll be even younger. Right. It'll right. be right. even it was, more extreme. But they were coaching her to do of it. Course. it just felt oh sad. yeah, it wasn't real. Yeah. yeah no. It was just kind of sad. But I didn't think that. I don't know. Was it sad? I thought if they're having fun, then it's not necessarily sad. Like, I could see Lazlo telling his boys at nine years old, like, hey, go out here and say, you know, f all you haters. I got this. Yeah. Uh, private jet, whatever, and think it's funny, and I might think it's funny too. Yeah. They're the first ones to do it. As long as I know that what's going on with them is they're having fun. Yeah. And I guess what you're saying, so going is you think that this kid was being exploited, and that could oh, be absolutely. That well, could, aren't that all could kids be. who do that being exploited? Like for money, like the parents are. That's trying what I'm to make saying, money. aren't they all? What, what? Well, I'm saying you might do it for fun on Instagram, and you guys. Think I know, it's but funny. in the end, if you're making money, aren't you? If you're a nine year old, is if they're making money, then they're being I think, exploited. I think if they want to do it, that's the difference. Well, I mean, I can't speak to if she wanted to do it or not. It just felt like the parents kind of made her do it. Well, we're going to get to the bottom of this mystery. Is Lil Tay dead? Is Lil Tay alive? Is Lil Tay uh, really even rich? These are all things that I don't know. So we're going to call Julia next. The Church of Laszlo. Hi. Yes. Hey, how about that? Julia, how are you? Yeah. Well, it's been a while. You deserve applause. And you're here when we need you most because this story is... Definitely over our heads. Yes. We know that you'll be the one to get to the bottom of it. I was really confused when Laszlo texted me this morning and asked me to tell him about Little Tag. Lil Tay. Like he didn't even get the Lil. Well, if oh, you type Lil, uh, you know, autocorrect just says Little. And yeah. I wasn't so worried about Little Tay that I felt like I needed to change. I figured you'd get it. I was surprised yeah. I said Little Tag and you're like, I don't know what that is. And I was right. like, now I really have to retype it. <laughs> right, I would just know, I think. Right. You know, Lazo, he's an autocorrect guy. He lets it happen. Yep. You figure out the rest. So Lil Tay, yeah. for people who don't know, the basic story is Lil Tay was the one. She was an influencer at like nine years old. She would go around flaunting her cash and her cars and all this stuff. And we mentioned this earlier, but it seemed like... Uh, you know, we thought of her kind of like a cash me outside type thing, only younger, even younger, which makes it even crazier. I have a clip here of Lil Tay from when she was younger. Lil Tay just got a brand new Jaguar. This car cost me 130000 No grown man hating on me, but that ain't changing nothing. I'm still going to be rich. I'm the youngest flex of the century, and I'm only nine years old. Yeah, yeah. Lil Tay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So then yesterday there was a story that said that Lil Tay had... Maybe died, but if you look at any reputable news outlet, they're saying different things. L.A. Times says they can't confirm it. New York Post says that her dad won't confirm it. So what's happening, Julia? Yeah, it's it's weird. So I saw this story yesterday, and I was just like, oh, that's sad. But then more stuff started coming out, and then I became intrigued because what a weird situation. Um, and so from what I understand, because I probably read all the same things that you did, is that yeah, she had that big viral moment back in 2018, and her parents, obviously, because she was super young, was running everything, including her social media. And then they're saying her social media went dormant 
for like years, like nothing was posted or updated on it. And then out of nowhere in the course of those like couple years, they said that somebody came on the account and they believe it was her brother saying that she had like been abused or something like that. Okay. Uh, okay. And like uploaded photos. I, I don't know. I didn't see this. This is just what I read. And then so like they were accusing the parents of being like terrible towards her and her brother. And then yesterday, yeah, that thing got posted that said, yeah, by the way, like that said like, hey, you know, she had passed away and so had her brother. Right. Um, and now they like said something like the dad's not making a comment on it. Um, and somebody came out and said that they are alive, that their parents are just like horrible towards them. And they were doing this to like get people to go away. I don't know. But then I saw two things. One, um, this is what got me intrigued. So I was like, all right, that's weird. That on her account, one of her social media accounts, the tagline on it was just changed to help me. That's weird. Yeah. Right. And then the, apparently in another social media account, one of them came up and it said, this is the brother. We can't get into our old social media accounts, but we are not dead. And we'll update you and tell you the story as soon as we get 25,000 likes or something. Oh, he said that? Yeah. I thought like, they were planning on going live and talking about what happened. Oh, that was it. Go live when we get 25,000 followers or something. That, that's weird. But, so it uh, could be a publicity stunt to try and get more followers or whatever, right? I mean, that's was the, a new that's account. A I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't know because there is a lot of there is a lot of accusation towards the parents, um, but I do think that the way that they announced that they passed without like acknowledging the brother more too, because they're like, oh, by the way, he did too. Oh, right. So they I said that too. That they also said he died too. That was the parents. I'm yeah. reading about the parents now. It's and I thought maybe that got announced. Okay, I could be wrong because I was like, did his passing get announced? prior and like it wasn't a big thing that they like focused on or is this them now just saying hey for the first time that he also passed away right i yeah i I think the latter from what i understood okay yeah which is strange so i I don't know this article i don't this website i've never heard of it's capital extra.com but according to this yeah it says it's talking about the parents like who are the parents and it says it's talking about the mom the mom's name's angela says that she worked as a luxury real estate agent until she was let go why was she let go because she let Lil tay make those flexing videos Mm. on her client's properties so she would go to hearing that back in the day i didn't ever know that but I'm, i didn't really know anything beyond seeing a couple clips oh of this that's smart though so she would she was a luxury real estate agent and then she would take little take to these big yep. mansions yep. and they were clients houses i get it smart yep and her mom also said that she doesn't pay attention to the haters and that she's a good mother and mm-hmm. you know she she said that uh, little tay did a lot of this stuff on her own she accomplished a lot on mm-hmm. her own she said quote all the haters they want to get attention from her uh, because right now she's famous. Pa- all she had was passion and a dream. Okay, so then he, the father. Now, the father, I know the New York Post claims that they got a hold of someone on the phone who claimed that it was him, and they were asking, hey, we're just looking for confirmation that she died, and he basically said, I can't confirm that right now. I can't give a statement right now. You got the right guy, but I can't tell you. This says that her father works as an attorney and an author. Uh, his name is Christopher Hope. He reportedly fought for custody in 2018 and told Hollywood Life He's an attorney life that, and he let this happen? An attorney and an author, yeah. 
you know and they I mean? called like a law firm be, to get a hold of him, according to the Post. You just think you'd be smarter about that. Uh, so he, that sounds like something I would do on social media. Not an attorney would be like, hey, let's work on how we read, write this, right? Well, right. But do we know for sure that he's the one who, who well, put the statement right. out? He, apparently, he tried to fight for custody in 2018. He said, my daughter is hurting and she is angry. I regret that I was unable to stop all the negative things from happening to her. When my daughter's social media began to go viral this year, well, this was you know, a long time ago, I disagreed with most of the social media activity. So it sounds like he was not supportive of the little Tay flexing stuff. It says, I took legal steps uh, to stop things that I thought were dangerous to her physical and mental health and to her future. In 2021, a GoFundMe was created by the brother, his name's Jason, alleging that Chris um, and his wife, it says here, Hannah, had physically and mentally abused her. It's currently unknown what the court case says about Lil Tay because she's a minor, so it's hard for the media to get a hold of this stuff. So that's a little bit of background on the parents, if any of that is accurate. So it sounds like they're not together, right, if he's fighting for custody. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe are, is she, are they the parents of her? And I don't, I don't understand because it says... I don't know the parents' relation, but what I think... I think the parents might have something to do with it because if like this was kids just being kids and trying to get attention on social media, they're saying that the parents have declined to comment. Like, why wouldn't they have said something? Unless they're trying to build this, you know, mystery and get more people talking about it. The longer people they, don't know. You know I, I don't know. Or well, if their kids are really dead. Yeah. And no, they're like, we don't want to talk about it. But now I heard the police are saying we're not even investigating. I just looked on Instagram saying, and every like news source, TMZ everywhere, Complex is saying that she's not dead. The, uh, I trust TMZ, honestly. I do too. So, um, and they, ju- yeah, they haven't really given much detail of it, but they said she, it's, she's not dead. They've claimed that their social media has been hacked. Mm. Oh, the, like the parents have or the kids have? They claim that it was hacked. I don't know. That's just what it said in the caption. They didn't say who did what. They probably want us to click. Okay, so yeah, the, I see the TMZ thing here. It says uh, Lil Tay, I'm not dead. Lazo, isn't this what you were talking about? Social media personality Lil Tay is uh, still very much alive, claiming her Instagram account was compromised and used to spread quote jarring misinformation end quote about uh, her and her brother's death. In a statement provided to TMZ from Tay's family, she tells TMZ quote I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive. But I'm completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say. It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours. All day yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all while trying to sort out this mess. Well, that seems like there's your statement right there. She's alive. Yeah. And and if you're think about this, most people don't get to know how the world would react if you died. But it's not like she's been a big social media star recently, I don't think. Not to people like me or Lazlo Snowcone. We we remember the videos maybe in 2018, but that's it. So it's not like she's this massive household name, but she should take some comfort in the fact that, uh, you know, when people thought that she had passed it, it made pretty big national news, right? People all over the Internet were talking about it. That's something. Yeah. It's all we can hope for. Hmm. I don't think people on the Internet would be talking about me if I mysteriously disappeared. That's not true. I don't think they would. I really don't, Julie. I don't even think people on Twitch would notice that I'm not here. I don't know. What do you that's think would happen? <laughs> How long are you missing? Because it was just a few days, I figure you're on a bender. A few days, but I think someone's got to say I'm dead, and someone else has to say he's not dead. So Lazo says he's dead. My mom says he's not dead. 
Well, you know, does anyone care? Like, I don't know. He's dead or he's not dead. I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm afraid happens. Because that's what makes us a story is the mystery. When you saw that she died, you're like, who's right. that? Oh, okay. And that's it. Then when they start saying, no, she might not be dead. I had not read until today or just now, actually, anything about the brother dying. Lazlo told me that first. Yeah. I didn't know that well, that was part me. of the I like rumor. to stay up on Little Tag. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Lazlo's a Little Tag guy. Little Tag. Little Tag. That's right. <laughs> little Tag. Who's this um, Little Tag fella? Who is this guy? You know Little Tag? Is he like Little X-A-N? Uh, by the way, Julia. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. I mean, I think this yeah. is the first time we've had you uh, on the show since the big news. So congrats. Thanks. I'm almost a little nervous to say it. Because I'm worried what? that you're like, well, we called it off, you know, and I didn't know that. And right. No, no, I know you, you guys have been saying that since the second week that we moved in together. Mm-hmm. No, it's just it can happen to anybody. So good. I believe that you guys no, are as good a couple as anybody can be. But uh, the greatest you know, couple in the world, you never know, you know, something could happen. Sure. But look at that. Now you're getting married. Now I'm, get, now I'm an engaged woman. Yeah. 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 How's it feel? We're both we're, we both look at each other like you say something positive about marriage. No, How's you do. <laughs> um, it feels good. We have like the venue and everything booked, so I, it's just you know all the figure outing. Is yeah. it fun saying my fiance? My fiance is over here. Oh, I got to call I my fiance. It. He's at home. Or do you not do that? No, I mean like that is the proper way to refer to him. My brain just is so used to boyfriend. And then, right. like, one day I accidentally said friend, so it's not really... I got to call my friend? Right. Who's this friend? I mean, it's he's not working. Well, actually, we're getting married yeah, so, next month. <laughs> fiance's, fiance's a fun word, though. We've been taking it for a spin. Are yeah. you excited about... Not about getting married, because clearly you are, and you both are in love, and, you know, it's an exciting time. But are you enjoying the process of... Uh, planning a wedding, the process of getting married. Are you excited? Is is this fun to you, or is it grueling? Um. Well, we are. Um. We we booked our venue, and it's a venue that like doesn't have the vendors built in, so you have to find everything outwardly. Mm-hmm. Can we and ask you where it is? Or are you not saying? No, she shouldn't say that. No, it's she? in it's in Corktown downtown. Oh, okay, great. That. Of course. Um. And it's like a newer industrial venue, so they just, like, they don't care, like, the vendors that you get. Right. Um, And also, like, I'm sorry, we're both, like, radio personalities. Let's get this sold. Right. Yeah, Yeah, right. No, totally. Find someone to help us with this. We'll say I do, powered by DuckDuckGo. Yeah. Let's trade it all out. I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, Are they working on that for you? Yes, they are. You know, also, when we got married... uh, uh, they also wanted to, and I think it didn't happen, but, uh, you know, one of the promotions was w- that they wanted to do with some of the clients was you could win your way into our wedding. Oh, I you guys that. should do that. Really... Like a table of, you know, a table of Julia listener, right? And yeah, then, win your way in boom. and first dance, right? Yeah, you could something like that, right? You could sell it all. <laughs> that could go wrong so fast. Yeah, I don't know. No, you're right. It's not. A, it's a risky idea. But it probably pays But well. still fun. <laughs> yeah. You did that? No, 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 no. But they, that, oh. that salespeople here wanted us to do it. I got married in Detroit, so nobody could go there anyway. You know what I mean? So it just didn't work. The only radio connection yeah. I got was we used our promotions director as a DJ. And Laz was like, why the hell is he here? And I was like, he's my DJ. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever. But uh, uh, I didn't do any of the planning. I mean, look, I know it's old-fashioned, but 
like my ex, she wanted to do the planning. I, right. I think her and her sister is Josh the, involved. Does he want to be a part of it? No, I mean every time I show him something, he's like, "It all looks the same to me," and I'm like, "Okay, great." All right. I gotta look. Gotta I'm gonna to tell him. you, but I should be telling this to him. But just pass yeah. along this message. All right. Sure. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what any of it looks like. He didn't grow up thinking about what my wedding would look like, right? It's just not a thing guys think about. And that doesn't mean he's not excited and he doesn't want to do it. It's just, you know, it's your day and your mom's day, right? So, no, I know. That's, that's what he's saying. He's like, if we could get just married in Vegas real quick, I would. Right. I'm like, okay. Right, but you can't. So just tell him from me. He has to pick one, one thing. And I told Slim this. Everybody that I know has got married and it works. Just have him pick one thing that oh, he's going to that he's going to be that he's going to pretend about to be really concerned about, and that could be the food or the dessert tray or Rehearsal whatever. Doesn't matter. But he has to be, and then act like he's freaking out, like, "Oh, I got to go try the steak that we're going to serve." Just be a part of that because then he can just say, "I don't care about anything else." And it's up to you. It all looks the same to me. But you and your mom and his mom will all be like, look how engaged he is in this. This is what's important to them. <laughs> Even though it isn't, he just has to pick something to be, tend to be uh, engaged about. So my thing was like, man, I just want to make sure that when people come out, you know, I want to make sure that the meal's good. I want to make sure that they have the right options and that the steak's good. How do we do that? Like, but I didn't care. But I just Actually, said that. And then everybody's like mothers were like, look how... You know, engaged he is. right in this process when he's really not. You'll love this. So mm -hmm. we were looking between two venues, and the one we didn't go with, um, the only available dates next year for Saturday, because um, we're getting married October fifth, was going to be October nineteenth, um, like the twenty seventh, whatever is the Saturday after, and the one after that. And he goes, "We can't. One of those is going to be Michigan versus Michigan State weekend." Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. And it would be rude of you to schedule it. Well, and then I was like, well, we can't the one after. That's the weekend of the election. People are going to brawl. Oh, right. Yeah. So you picked so the fifth. We, well, we did another, a different venue. Not for that oh. reason, but it just worked out. That well, you can't do, you can't, I mean, you know who his friends are. You know where you're at. You can't do Michigan, Michigan State Week because now the no, people are like, oh, God. We don't want to go. I got to go to this well, dumb wedding and it's going to be Michigan, Michigan State Week. He goes, not to be rude, but do you want people to look at their phone or at you? And I was mm -hmm. like, thank you. You know, oh, also, right. I guess you already chose, but you get a discount if you do it on Friday. I acted, uh, oh, you yeah. know, that was the thing that I pretended to care about was how much it costs, even though I wasn't paying for it. I was like, you know, we get a discount if we do this on right. a Friday. So I, we got married on Friday. But I think your date is was my anniversary. I think that's the same day I got married. Oh, I don't wow. remember. I don't remember for sure. That's part of why I'm not married anymore. But, I'm yeah, I'm almost positive that that was the same day. Wow. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, um, yeah. But isn't October the biggest month? September and October are the biggest wedding months, aren't they? Uh, I'm sure. At, At least in the Midwest. The ideal weather you can get. Yeah. Let's see. Um, um, he also so pitched the idea of getting married at Michigan Stadium, which was a no oh. to me. No, why? I don't want to come out of the tunnel. That would have been so cool. With music playing? I know. Oh, you could, you could hit too. the banner. And then the banner even makes sense. You could have the, those who stay will be champions. That's like your anti-divorce creed. I don't know. And then See, he's like, how is that, huh? Those who stay will yeah. be champions. It's like, we don't quit here. 
Times get tough. We stick through it. Hit the sign, baby girl. Let's it's go. Classy. It's really classy. You'll love that. He was looking up photos to try to convince me, and it was like a picture of all these bridesmaids, like in like a hut, like like crouched down. And I'm like, that's not doing it for me. Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. They did it in huddles. Yeah, I'm I like, like no, it. it's okay. Well, if we would have done that, my marriage probably would have lasted. I'm sure. That, that was the problem. Looking well, back, you know, looking back perspective, you know, I think that was we could have started on a better foot. That's true. Maybe you know, that's maybe I could have enjoyed it right. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. My whole thing was in Greek it town. Set the tone. In Greek. Yeah. I didn't even know what was happening. Yep. You had an idea. I didn't understand it. <laughs> right, you had an idea. I tried to use that in divorce court, too. Like, the whole thing was a Greek. I don't know what right, I, I wanted an to. old. Well, you've been married for 10 years. doesn't matter. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know I was getting married. I thought we were just there to go to church. All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, someone says, Julia, before we let you go, I know you're busy, uh, that they thought you died of four loco poisoning, that you didn't. Uh, you're still alive, which is good. Those rumors have been exaggerated. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, it says, uh, Coronado Crackman says, I bet Julia invites Laszlo and Slim to her wedding, but no snow cone. Mm. Okay, mm. no, I'll actually, no, I was projecting, no, 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 listen, I was projecting the list, mm-hmm. I put you all down on my first draft, but then I looked at Josh and I go, I don't think they'll want to tell me that they don't want to come to a wedding, and I don't want to make them feel awkward. <laughs> oh, we would come. We would feel obligated. No, they want it. Of course I we would. That's what no, I they want, want though. It. I don't want you to come and hate your life because you guys. We were, don't me and like Slim would drive together. I drive him. No, we would they be, want it. I'm, I mean, me and Slim would come. Snow cone is not coming. They want to come. I don't I know if he'd have to get there himself. He's not driving with me I for eleven hours. You, they're not going. I'm not going to not invite Snow Cone. That's so mean. Thanks, Jules. Mm. But you're not going. Yeah, I'll you're going to find your own way. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Then we'll all be there. I okay, can't wait. I know she's like, oh, why did I even bring this up? Julie, you don't have no, to do that. You don't have to do that. Look, it's a day about you and friends and family. We wish that you're happy. If you do invite us, we would come. Okay, that's good to know. Because, no, I swear, I had you guys on the list, but I literally thought and said out loud, I don't think that they'd want to come to a wedding, and that's not if it's something I'm taking personal. Oh, yeah. man, and I take... Uh, 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 like <laughs> We're going to get you... Your, your gift will be just cases and cases of Four loco. No, oh, that would be Ew. good. Mm. You prank. have to have it at the, at the reception. <laughs> yes. You do have to have it at the reception for sure. And like a, just like a very nice champagne Yeah, flute. they pour it yes. into flutes. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. beautiful. I know. All right. Uh, so you're excited. He's excited. Your family excited. Your mom, is she really excited? Uh, yeah, she's pretty excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it happened when we were in Europe, so... We called people, and they were, like, Josh didn't tell anyone he was doing this either. So everybody was just kind of like, oh. Was he nervous uh, you yeah. were going to say no? No. No. Okay. Um, he intentionally threw me off the first night, so I had no idea it was happening, which I know now is stupid, because when you see a couple go to Europe that's not engaged, what do you think? Right. But you'll actually appreciate <laughs> this, because we had talked about marriage. He knew, like the type of ring i wanted so i figured it would happen in like the next year but we were planning on moving so financially it just like i didn't think it would happen because we were moving and then the first night we were just talking about it again and he goes i just like things the way that they are oh nice Uh, yeah i um and what did you say i just i well i was ready to like throw myself off the balcony and call my therapist but i was like we'll just unpack this when we get back Oh, really? So you were like, oh, it's a problem. 
Well, that of must course. have made him feel better. But what if, all right, so what if you say, you know, I just kind of like things the way they are, and then you've got the ring. That's a risky proposition there, because what if she goes, yeah, me too. Like, I don't even really believe in marriage. Why don't we have an open relationship? We're in France. At least you didn't ask. Right? You're like, oh, no, I really played this wrong. Well, no, because we've been talking about it to, like, the point where he had, like, a picture of the ring I wanted on my phone. Oh, okay, got it. Like, I, I, I in my head were like, all right, we're there. This will happen, like, somewhat soon. Didn't know when, but then he said that, and I'm like, what happened? Right. And did he get down Uh, on one knee, like, uh, under the Eiffel Tower or something? No. So, um, he proposed on, like, a pier... At, in the Mediterranean, like we were at the beach, of course. Uh, but we were sitting, and he uh, pulls it out of this bag he had. But he, we both like blacked out at this point, like just because it is a nerve wracking situation. Oh. He opened the he opened the box upside down, and I go, "Wait, you're, you're you want to marry me? Like you're a psychopath?" And then he <laughs> called me a doofus for not for, thinking for that he him. proposed. Right. Um, so we just. We just verbally assaulted each other, and then he forgot he had to put the ring on my finger, so I had to tell him to do that. Oh, nice. Um, well, this could be worse. Yeah. It sounds drop fun, it. though, right? No, it was great. Hey, it's when good. I asked my wife to marry me before she did, she said her ab- exact words were, you ruin everything. So that was moments know. before the unveiling of the ring. So <laughs> yeah. I told him, Mike, well, you know, Bang. it's probably not a bad time. <laughs> it'll be a story you'll laugh Bang. about. Hey, look, we do laugh about it now. Right. There you go. Right. But I'm sure you will have a much better fate than yes. I did. And we're very, very, very excited for you. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. It's good talking to you, Julia. Don't be All a stranger. Right. See you later, little tag. Bye, Julia. All right. Bye. Bye. The Church of Laszlo.